Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Can we do a formal introduction? My Top 107.1 is KTMY-FM, HD1, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. I, I need some dirt, 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 dirt. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Up to the minute entertainment and pop culture news heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Yeah, that's really great. Could you please tell us what's going on? Calm down, everybody. Adele says she is still single. There were rumors that she was dating this British rapper. She doesn't exactly address this completely, um, but she did put up an Instagram post. That thanked SNL. Thank you to the most wonderful cast, crew, writers, and producers. What a sublime bunch of people you are. Uh, Lauren, thank you for believing in me. She goes on at the end to say, I'm going back to my cave now (laughs) to be the, in parentheses, single cat lady that I am. Oh. That's a nice way to address it, though. Do we know which British rapper she was? Yeah, his name is Skepta. Oh. I only know one British rapper. His name is Dave. And he was featured on an Ed Sheeran song like a year oh. ago. And it was really grew on me. Hated it at first, so I wondered if it was this guy Dave who rapped like this. But no, it's not him. Okay, well. No. Uh, okay. okay. So, there's a lawsuit, a class action lawsuit against Amazon, and um, I don't think this. it's going to be very successful because uh, it's based essentially people saying that Whenever they purchase, uh, let's say, a movie on Amazon, and and maybe that license agreement expires with Amazon, then their content disappears. Well, Amazon fired back, admitted that you don't actually own the Prime Video content that you buy. Mm -hmm. You're just paying for a limited license. And if it gets pulled, you lose it, too. So, so this person isn't going to like there's not going to be a big class action lawsuit. There's not going to be a big payout. For this, but here's what I think could change, even though no one's gonna get paid because it's in the fine print. Mm-hmm. I think what should happen though, with all that fine print and the licenses and the terms that you check on your whenever you download an app or whatever, or a movie in this case, they should have a top line, a headline of a few things that you're agreeing to, which are in great legalese detail below you. Yes. But because they know right now that people won't actually read these and they trust that they won't, and that's why they overword them, but they should have to headline it. You don't. You only own the movie until so and so. Just give us three little bullet points about what we are agreeing to. Ah, uh, I think that's a good idea. Good I mean, it's just maybe they'll change that now because they just don't want to deal with it. Because even though these, they don't actually. We don't think they have a case. They might have to still spend money fighting this. Okay. See what yeah. I mean? That so, could motivate them to just yeah. make a couple of changes. Exactly. Um, I love this. Bo Jackson. Uh, he Bo. thinks that uh, NFL players suck at tackling. 
and he makes a bold claim about his yards per game if he played today. Oh, what did he say? How much does he think he would run for each game? Uh, I believe... Oh, shoot. I'm sure he thinks he would be like the yards from scrimmage leader right now in the NFL. Because Bo Jackson, if you remember, you know, Bo knows baseball, Bo knows football. He played both sports, and he was a barrel coming at you, but very elusive as well. So maybe so. He says he'd be averaging 350 to 400 yards a game. Okay, Bo. Because nobody wraps it up anymore. They run into each other with their pads. Okay, slow yo robo. <laughs> right. That is the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. Well, that's informative. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on MyTalk1071. Your new home receiver, with its new developments and improvements, is your link with radio broadcasting. The finest in entertainment, news, and culture. The best the world can provide. Here are Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Hey, welcome back to Project Down and Dirty Week Classic Radio Drama War of the Worlds. You can donate. You can donate right now. Go to MyTalk1071.com, keyword donate. Uh, we would love to get your donations to help out Alina's Caring for Caregivers Fund. That would be fantastic. So you can go there and donate. You can also buy your tickets. Big world premiere of War of the Worlds happening this Friday night, 7 p.m. $10 gets you in, and you'll be the first to see and hear the radio drama. We've got video cameras all over the place over there, Don. They have to walk around in between each take that we do, and we're all... Very socially distanced from each other. Yeah. And this is in our radio sales department. That's where Donna had to just go. She had to go and she had to start doing some Foley, some more sound effects. Yeah. Everybody's spaced out. And we'll do a take. We'll do a rehearsal or something. And then there, there's no there's no more efficient way to do it. We just have these folks who will have to run down the hall, turn everybody's cameras back on. Right. One, two, three, four, five. Clap so that we're all synced up with our audio the same. And then start going. It is a massive technological feat that they're pulling off it really is i don't envy them at all the editing oh i mean my. do you think that they're editing in advance like are they going along we're shooting it out of order so that's what's tricky I think... that's what's difficult for them to be able to edit it we i need to i'm gonna bug them today okay. i'm gonna bug the tech friends that we have uh carl deemer from atomic k records is heading up the video production mm-hmm. and i mean there are this is imagine a conference room and imagine like a huge flat screen TV in there, more wires than you would ever know what to do with, mm-hmm. strewn about on the table, multiple audio devices, computers are up. It's it's insane. And then right outside of there is where we have the Foley area where people are doing sound effects, which is <laughs> really, really cool. I screwed up yesterday, Steve. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. I was Wait, what happened? Okay, so I was called in to do Foley for all it was was Holly was normally doing it. She's handling the bulk of it, but she had to be a caller. Maybe it was the day before yesterday. I can't remember. So she had to be a caller, so she had to leave that station. All I had to do was press this button. You were there. Oh, wait. It was was the phone ringing button. All I had to do is press this one button and hang up a phone receiver. That's it. Yeah. And the third time around, the third recording, I completely just spaced out and didn't do it. 
so you guys had to start over because I missed my one cue. Well, look, see, there's pressure, though, because even if you're not delivering the lines in that scene, still, there's a very particular point that they're calling for you to push the button so that we hear the phone click and then it sounds, hello, Enver Grove Heights. <laughs> now, wait a minute. How did you do the phone? What, is it, what do you mean you had to push a button? Okay, so uh, our Foley artist, Catherine, she has an old telephone, mm-hmm. but then she has hooked up a cord to it that's that is creates the ringing sound like she has rigged it to where there's a button that you press hang on julia to make make it ring real quick if you're watching us on the live stream right now uh julia just hit the wrong zoom link so enjoy julia she's a part of our live stream right now we've we had a lot of confusion she left now she's gone colleen and bradley the other day you did right Uh uh-huh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was nice to see Julia. We're supposed to be on. We have Come one on, Zoom guys. link for this, which you can watch, and hundreds of you are doing that right now at mytalk1071.com. You can watch us broadcasting like you always do during Project Down and Dirty. And then there's another Zoom link that we have mm-hmm. just so that we can see each other as we do our scenes. Right. And so that Julia just logged onto the wrong one. But boy, just like Brad Pitt would flash up during Fight Club, <laughs> just flash up and gone, boom, she's Tyler gone. Durden. Already, uh, Tyler Durden. Well, I can't wait to uh, to see what we've got today because we're really putting the finishing touches on it today. Yeah, I'm guessing are. the editors are pulling an all nighter tonight and putting this thing together. Because I don't know if you heard this, but um, it's interesting. Every year at Project Down to Dirty, there's some level of stress somehow. Right. It's where it's a time crunch, moving pieces. We all have shows during the day, and we're trying to get this stuff together. I heard what I would describe as a healthy tension with uh with our foley artist and the director and the editor yesterday no but not not like not nobody was being mean with each other right but here's what i heard Catherine, our foley artist um she really wanted to make sure that the sounds sounded great like the expectations that people have for this in-house are really high they're professionals we are chimpanzees so we're like however this turns out great to be a part of it right but we have called in the professionals to help us and so i heard her talking about like well no listen i just need to know what is the joke that we're going for here so that either the sound's got to be good or not or we don't do the sound and i hear this because when we have our headphones on down there we hear everybody talking right you hear the the director's off mic over here and well, do we want to do that? We'll have her come in a little bit earlier. We'll have her come in early. Okay, hi. We're going to have you come in a little bit earlier. You right. hear all of that chatter. Jeffrey Hatcher, uh, who is our screenwriter for this and turned War of the Worlds into this comedic satire, uh, he he's rewriting it each day. We've gotten new amendments to the script, additions. They're subtracting things, expanding people's You're parts. You're starting to go into your voice. Well, by the time we get to it, they've taken some line of health care caring for caregivers initiative. (laughs) That's the voice that I do. (laughs) And then occasionally it slips more into a Barack Obama and less of a Howard Cosell. (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing. Well, I was trying to do Jane Crawford or Joan Crawford with mine. Oh, your your monologue is so funny. (laughs) Everyone, you have to this. I'm telling you. There are, there are a few parts that people have made me laugh out loud. When Jason comes on as the fighter pilot, <laughs> right, very flight, funny. Yes. Very funny. Yes. Um, when you come on and deliver this monologue, it is so great. You make choices about how you pronounce certain words, which I just found <laughs> very entertaining. But So you were channeling Joan Crawford yes, for that. I, I, yeah. I, I'm trying to do my best, which I sound nothing like Joan Crawford. 
But um, it's great, though. The, it was just the characters described as the station manager who never gets to really talk that much on the air, but she really wants to be heard. So, so she, she really relishes moment. in her moments whenever she gets to speak. And so I, it's very presentational. It is, and it's it's really, really fantastic. So we will continue that. That's where Donna is right now. She's down the hall working a little project down in Dirty. Uh, I got a bunch of stuff to get to. Before we get through the end of the uh, show here this hour, mm-hmm. the Big Brother finale happened. Oh! Don has to talk about this. So uh, what we'll do next is we'll do a little according to a new study. And how about at 1130, we'll break down the Big Brother finale. Stay with us. It's Don and Steve on My Talk. Pleasure to have Alanis Morissette. Live in studio with us all week. Our in-house <laughs> musician. It's been great to have her playing some of the hits. Yeah. Which she knows we love. Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Donna Valentine, no longer with us. It was a matter oh. of time. Oh, boy. She was asked to leave. <laughs> and head right down the hall. She's doing Foley right now. She's doing sound effects. How come we weren't pulled away? She's gotten to leave twice. Two times. Have you gotten pulled away from the morning show at all? No. What's the hardest working girl at the station got to do to get a, a five-minute break? Because you know what? I, I ran down there during the commercial break. You did not. I did. And wow. I, thanks, Don. And I, uh, I wanted to give Julia a hard time, first of all, because she hit the wrong Zoom link and appeared on our live stream on the website. And then I saw Donna, and she's just moseying around. Oh, hey, Steve. It's a friggin' smoke break down there. Almost everyone was smoking, by the way. Oh, my gosh. They're Old all having timey. misty 120s. Yeah. it's And it's to get in character. And I get it. Okay. All right. Well, it's just us two nerds. You want to do a study? Yeah. Ooh, let me hit the button. Hold I don't on. have any buttons I, over here. Oh, you're not allowed to have buttons. They don't, I forgot. I've asked for buttons. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. Study. Where is it? You know, it's funny that you say that. There's another guy who says, uh, one of the voices is, oh, dang it. Can you play the beginning of it again? Yeah, see, okay. this is, isn't here. We can yeah, we can do it. Oh, she would get so upset. Steve, I'll stay on I'll point out when I think it's Jodie Foster. It might All be right. a clip from, like, Contact or something. Okay, now wait. Studies and, have sh- and Because I'm going to point out when I think it's a guy from from the show Scandal. Oh, okay. Studies have shown that medical... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... Did you ever watch Scandal? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Their findings no. are study oh, buddies. Oh, really, Don? The perfect married couple. Donna and Steve. Oh! Is that Jodie Foster? Long-term studies... That sounds like Jodie yeah. Foster. Anyway, we'll ask Rocco. Um, the Scandal cast, who am I thinking of? This is going to kill me if I don't get it right now. Okay. Hang on. Ah, oh, D-word. When I'm not on a touch screen, I don't even know you how touch? you scroll. <laughs> I have touch non-touch screens, yes. Yeah. I tried to expand a uh, a magazine. Oh, no. I tried to pinch zoom a magazine. What the hell is going on <laughs> with me? Oh, Don, by the way, Scandal, well done. Well really? done, show. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. Was his name Huck? No, it wasn't Huck. Huck. David. Huck is a great character. Huck is a Joshua great character. Joshua Molina. Mm, okay, wait. Now That's I'm scrolling. David. Yes, Joshua Molina. Hello. David Rosen is who he plays. Okay. I think he is the second voice in our studies have shown. Okay. That's all I have. Okay. I think it's Jodie Foster in some movie where she's scientific. Yeah, it does. Because she's got a little bit of a... Do you want to hear it again? Yeah. Look... <laughs> Let's hear it one more time. Studies have shown that... Studies medical... have shown yeah. that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. studies. Scientific studies have shown... She has a little thing, finding, right? Yeah, she has a little vocal... Affectation of some sort. Okay, what's your studies, Um, How many times does the average couple argue over a restaurant choice? Think about you and your partner, your spouse. What do you want to eat tonight? And then what happens? What, that is a gateway line for the I most mean, unproductive five to ten minutes of your day. And it can lead to so many other things. I have had relationships in the past where once we actually found a place to eat, by the time we got there, we were in a full-blown like, oh, well, well, maybe we should just leave now. <laughs> I mean, really bad. One boyfriend in particular. Because I didn't. I had to make decisions all day oh. long. In the position yes, I was in, sure. and I didn't want to. I just wanted, I just wanted him to decide. It didn't matter where we went. It did not matter. And so I would go. I don't know. And I'm a Libra, so it was like I needed all my options. And I'm like, I don't know. I would throw something out, and he'd go, Nah, I don't feel like steak. It's sure. like, Well, I, I've given you three options. You know, we, we relationships would be better off if instead of engaging in that debate in the back and forth, what do you want to do? Where, where do you want to go to eat tonight? Just saying, this time you make the choice, next time I make the choice. You make the, and sometimes it'll be your favorite, sometimes it won't be. But they say this study is proof that marriage is really just a never ending debate over where to get dinner. So, what is it they're asking how many times a year? How many times a year? According to this new survey, the average couple gets Mm -hmm. into three arguments a week over what restaurant to get dinner from. Now, this could include takeout. This isn't like you're going to a restaurant. This could include, hey, where do you want me to grab dinner tonight? Three a week. That works out to 156 arguments every year about what restaurant do you want to get food from. The top five things that people debate are where to order from. That opens up a new can of worms. Mm. What to order if there's some sort of sharing involved. Who's going to pick it up? Oh. How much food to get. And the question that I don't know if I've ever gotten through an early date. Now my wife knows better, but early daters go through this question a lot. <laughs> Did you want to share something? Oh, My wife will hear what I'm getting. Oh, that sounds good. And then sometimes I know then I'll just say, you know what? I'll get that. 
And then you can get the other thing that you were thinking of, and I'll, I'll split it with you. We'll just split. Wow. That really never comes up with MC and I. Really? You we're just have a different greedy. palette? <laughs> <laughs> we want all of what we get, but we should. You know, why not? Well, I don't like doing it, but oh. my wife is very indecisive. She is perplexed. She goes to, approaches a drive through menu as though it's either written in hieroglyphics yes. or like they've totally yes, cooked up a new menu. Like, like McDonald's. never seen it before. The Big Mac. We're going to get a Big Mac anyway. Let's stop acting like they've rewritten, done a page one rewrite of the McDonald's menu. Does she ever have a deep remorse after what she chose because she felt so pressured? I do too, Lou. I'm like, (sighs) oh no, I just felt so pressured. I didn't know what to say and now I got something I didn't want. To the point where I have had to tell her... Here's, I think, a healthier way to approach this. And I know that this is going to... I look at the menu online before I go through. (laughs) Here's what I tell her. Honey, it's it's probably not going to be your best time ever here, and that's okay. (laughs) This is just another time here. And so she puts a lot... There's a lot riding on the meal for her, whereas <laughs> I, I am much more pedestrian about, like, it's eh, food, whatever. it'll probably be pretty good. And I know. It's very, I Do you it. envy, what, here's what she also says. First of all, deep regret over what she's chosen almost yeah. all the time. But she also then, I catch her just darty little eyes looking at me like, I should have got that. Oh, I wish I, do you no. get envy of someone else's oh, order? Sure, order they, they, yeah, absolutely. What would it be like if we if we went together? A nightmare. A nightmare. (laughs) You guys would never even. Yeah, it would just be. I don't. Maybe two negatives to make a positive. That's math. Uh, When we come back, Big Big Brother finally wrapped up. Yes. Don watched it and has feelings. She shares them next. Welcome back. It's Don and Steve. My Talk 107.1. Everything Entertainment. Smack dab in the middle of Project Down and Dirty Week, our classic radio drama going on full steam right now. Donna Valentine is uh, down the hall doing some sound effect work. Yeah. We're not doing any digital sounds for this uh, War of the Worlds comedic retelling. Debuts Friday night. Get your tickets now. $10. Video and audio. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. But no digital sounds. It's all... Made in the moment. Made in the moment, which is really, really cool. Um, Mm -hmm. So we will be, Don and I will be heading down that way. After our show today. Yes. Meanwhile, speaking of drama, the Big Brother finale, season 8 million, just wrapped up on Columbia Broadcasting (laughs) System. You watched it. Was it on last night? It was on last night. Uh, Two hours, Steve. No. Okay. I am am so into this show. I am a super fan. 85 days in the house. They've been inside this house. The final three. They did their final head of household competition in three parts so um one was on a broadcast this weekend part one they did part two and three last night and um it was pretty shocking what's, oh really what's yeah what because, happened uh, there were three people that had sort of a three-way alliance with each other one guy in particular the guy who ended up winning by the way okay. he had a final two with both of those people who ended up at the end with him. So oh. since he won the head of household, he essentially had to decide who he was going to send to the jury and kick out. So you have to decide who do I want to sit next to in the final and why? Really, he oh. had such a moral dilemma. This poor guy had oh. tears in his eyes. Oh. Cody, you know, he deserved to win. He won unanimously, by the way. So uh, to the one guy that he chose to sat sit next to 
hasn't been that great as far as competitions go this season. He kind of sucked at him. His name is Enzo. Super likable guy. Really hard on himself. Oh, it was just heartbreaking, Steve, because he, they had this timed competition. And you don't know, you go out and individually do this yourself. So you don't know how the other guy did until they reveal the times. Okay. He was not impressed with himself. He has a tendency to read a question, but then skip in a very important element. Because it'll say, like, put up or, or name the three house guests who did blah, blah, and blah. But he reads it as two. So he was only putting up two pictures. It was three, and it took him a very long time to figure that out because he kept getting the buzzer. But the guy ended up doing it in 37 minutes, and then Cody, the guy who won, did it in four minutes (gasps) and 49 seconds. Big difference there. And when Enzo, who's very hard on himself... Because he sucks at challenges so bad. He sucked, and he just, because he has two kids that he's a single dad, oh, and he geez. wants to win this money, and it breaks oh, your heart. Oh, gosh. Now I feel very bad. He just, he was like, that's right, third place, that's what you always do. He, talking to himself, just oh, ranting no. and raving really hard on himself. The two other contestants started crying because they felt so bad for him. Oh, my gosh. So in the end, Cody had a final two with a girl named Nicole, and she actually has won the game before. So this is an all-star season of Big Brother. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And essentially, he he could have picked her to go, because I don't think other people in the jury would have wanted her to win again. You know? Yeah. Um, You know, just because to spread the wealth around. Plus, Cody played a more well-rounded game. He got second place the last time he was on Big Brother. Okay. So what he did is he changed his game this time, and he really, in his final speeches, made that known to the jury. He said, this is how I changed this time to evolve, to win. How, do, how are you chosen as a winner on Big Brother? Uh, how are you, Well, you're chosen by the jury, the people that you've kicked out. <laughs> so okay. it's like Survivor. Okay. There, there is a nine-person jury. Um, you, does unanimous or is it majority rules? It's majority rules. So they needed five of the nine votes to win. Okay. He was voted unanimously as the winner because Enzo, the other guy who was hard on himself, he really did sort of float throughout the competition. Um, he really, uh, he really rode coattails as they called it. You know, Cody did all the hard work and Enzo just sort of was very likable. So nobody ever le- really saw him as a threat. So they didn't put him up. But, the, you know, in, in the world of Big Brother, Cody also was honest in the end about how many people he lied to and why he chose to lie. And people, when you're playing Big Brother, they respect that. They're like, okay, oh. you got me. Good oh. play. You know what I mean? It's not like the real world. I have a question. Yeah. You said at one point he had to decide who he would sit next to? Yes. Is so- that Does that... Where he sits, does that matter to the people he sits next to in terms of their sustainability on the show? Or why does that matter? Where okay, he sits? It matters. So uh, where he sits, what I mean is um, he had to. So there's three people left. He won the final competition. And so he has the power to vote a person out. He's the only vote. I so he voted gotcha. out Nicole. And she felt very betrayed by that. Because, and it was down to him and Enzo. Yeah. So then he and Enzo he and went Enzo. up. So he had to choose. Do I take my friend who I promised I would take ride or die till the end? Or do I take this guy who I've made a friendship with who I also promised? Oh, geez. And so he had a real moral dilemma. He went. He just... 
he I mean, he had tears in his eyes. And whenever he had to kick her out, they all cried and she was upset. And the question is, did you have tears in your eyes? I did. You did. I I I get so attached to these characters and I would love to be on the show. Um, But I get so attached that I will now I'm thinking about going back and rewatching an old Big Brother from the beginning because you can do that on CBS All Access. They're all on there. What if you had to, is Big Brother the top reality competition show for you over Amazing Race, over Survivor? I've auditioned for both, um, Survivor and Big Brother, and I used to really want to do Survivor, but now I'm more into Big Brother. I had a friend from college um, who was on Survivor a year or two ago. Eric Haifman was his name, and I think he made it into like, I don't know, maybe the top four or five, Um, something like that. What an interesting experience that must be to be on any of these. What about Amazing Race? Isn't that the one that's the most fun? Aren't you getting on planes, trains, and automobiles? Yes, you are, and you're with a teammate. So, like, you and Lou would go and do it together. Okay. Or somebody, hopefully somebody would be able to watch your kids. Mm, um, they're fine. They're old enough. Or you and your brother, and you would be in a team, and you have to battle other teams. And, yes, it is international. And I actually, I haven't really watched much of Amazing Race. I bet I would really love it. I think I would, too. Um, I've watched just a couple of episodes midstream, too. It has a lot of heart to it, where I think Big Brother is more about um, strategies that are above a physical competition. Okay. You know, it's more about outsmarting someone. Is it a hookup show, too? Is it like real world in that way? Yeah, more couples have been successful. There are eight (laughs) couples from Big Brother that are together, married, or with no children, way. or successful relationships than The Bachelor. Wow. Yep. By the way, I have heard, we have a producer, producer Lisa, over on the Twin Cities Live side of the building. Mm-hmm. She is an avid Bachelor fan. Oh. And she said that this season has just been a nightmare, but I guess in a good way, that Claire Crawley has just been... Like a train wreck. I've heard that too, and it kind of makes me... I don't want to go back and start watching it, but it makes me a little envious of people who are watching. Because I I stopped watching The Bachelor a couple of seasons ago. Okay. Um, But Claire is somebody who's been around for a long time. Well, if you want to watch an episode that everyone will be talking about. Oh, really? I believe it's the upcoming episode next week. Okay. It is the episode where... Nothing like this on The Bachelor has ever happened before. Now, is that just Chris Harrison? I know. Blowing Go smoke. figure. It's the most dramatic season ever. <laughs> no, but this time, I believe it's real. And the reason is, and this is not a spoiler. This is on the promo. Okay. Claire's walking away. Yes. They're bring, they, they already promoted it on the air. There is a new Bachelorette who's coming. Who comes in halfway through the season, right? Yeah. And so she just goes, I know who I want. I, I just want to end it now. I th- I think so. That's long been the rumor. That's how they're teasing it. Um, and then they end the promo with some old Bachelorette contestant um, from a previous season. And she they're propping her up as the heir apparent to the Bachelorette throne. Okay. So. That's if you're looking to get in right when the drama's hot. Everyone's going to be talking <laughs> oh. about that this week. Oh God! Brand new Bachelorette. Uh, we're in the middle of our own drama here. It's yes. Project Down and Dirty. 
classic radio drama, World of the Worlds. Go donate. If you could donate, it would just be so huge. Alina Health's Caring for Caregivers Fund is what we, the Don and Steve Show, are raising money for. $5 help, $10 helps. You got 100 We could use that. Yesterday, we had an anonymous um, donation of $1,000. If you got a little money burning a hole in your pocket right now, hey, we would l- happily accept yeah. your donation. We should also mention... October, which is coming to a close, my friend. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Friends, we're wrapping up Breast Cancer Awareness Month. This has been brought to us by our friends at Southern Lights. We love them. And Dr. Lisa of Wyzetta Cosmetic Surgery and Spa MyTaka has put together a list of resources to help raise awareness and highlight many local organizations who offer support to those who are battling the disease. You can learn more about them at MyTalk1071.com. Keyword awareness. Um, but speaking of Southern Lights, by the way, I posted a picture of a dining room table that I got the other day, and people were asking me about the dining room light that I got, and I said, "Ah, yes. oh, Southern Lights is where I got." So I have like eight or nine Southern Lights lights in my house, so uh, it's a great place to go. You can shop there, very safe. So shout out to them. Alrighty, Don. When we return, we'll dig a little bit into the Facebook question today, which is, "What was your favorite toy that you remember opening at Christmas?" As a kid, is there one that really jumps off the page? Plus, we will look ahead to what awaits us this afternoon during Project Down and Dirty just down the hall. When we return, it's the Don and Steve show on My Talk. Don and Steve, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Happy to be with you. Donna Valentine walked out in a huff a little bit earlier if you were listening live. She was asked to go and help out uh, with Project Down and Dirty. She's doing Foley right now. She's offering sound effects, live sound effects that they are doing. Um, I haven't been able to do any Foley yet, but they said they're going to have me do a little bit this afternoon, so I'm looking forward to that. Oh, good. Yeah. Hopefully you won't screw it up like I did. Hey. I mean, I had one job to do, Steve, and while you were delivering your line, in the middle of it, I was supposed to ring a phone. That's it. We now see the troops are marching their way. Yeah, and then I'm supposed to press the button. Is there a phone? No. One time, I just didn't. But the other times you did. (laughs) While we were recording. Yeah, the other times I did, but then, I don't know, I think what happens is that my brain wants to take a little sentimental journey, just a little break. Yeah. And then I just kind of space out, yeah. you know? And I do can't ever, do that during the show. You ever find yourself doing it, though, during a show? Have you ever had yourself in hyper-aware moments <laughs> yeah. where, like, for instance, I think of it this way, I can be reading a teleprompter mm-hmm. on Twin Cities Live. Yeah. And have, not intentionally, but having a full different thought that is going on in my head at the time. In the, the background, time. yes. Of like, well, if I pick him up, then I could just grab that dinner right on the way home. And you're reading the teleprompter. It's weird. The human brain is weird. Or it's like, which is very similar. The same thing, I believe, is happening in your brain when you're driving to work or driving home. Mm-hmm. And you've had a full thought. And then you realize about 90 seconds later, oh my gosh, I don't rem- like, I was I just in a thought. I wasn't looking at traffic. Mm. I wasn't looking at cars around me. I was in a different space. Oh, yeah. You ever have that? And then you're like, oh, how did I get home? How did I get here? 
anyway. Sometimes years of my life go by, and I go, how did I get here? How did here? I get here? I thought I was still in Missouri. <laughs> our Facebook question today. Did you write this down in our grid, and then I just copied it as our Facebook question? Yeah. I thought it was great. What was your favorite toy that you remember opening uh, for Christmas? So we got a really good response. Katie says she opened up a box that had a horse ornament that looked like a horse that I'd ridden a couple times. And the note oh. said, Katie... It's time to go get Dinah. No. My first horse for Christmas. First time I ever cried happy tears. Holy crap. You mean crap. a real horse? Not a toy. The she ornament wins. The ornament was the cue, like, we're going to go get a real horse. It's like getting keys to a car that's in the driveway. Yes. Except this car poops. <laughs> Thunder dumps. Whoa. <laughs> anyway. Uh, let's see here. A mini... Singer sewing machine. Oh, um, oh, Singer is a brand of sewing machine. Yeah. Is that right? So it's like a mini one for kids. She said it was nothing but headaches. I like the real one better. I really wanted an easy bake oven, but never got. Okay, Jackie, bitter party of one. Your table is now available in the corner of the restaurant. Oh, I love the easy bake oven. Um, How about this? Too many to name, says Jessica. I was very lucky and blessed little girl. Most surprised, though? Not really a toy, but my two sons surprised me with... A beautiful electric full-size piano. Oh. Blew me away and made me cry. Oh, my gosh. How many answers did we get on this question? That's a great question. I believe we got just about 70. Yeah, pretty good. And Donna, excuse me, Don, a share. You got a share as well, which is good for, that's a bonus, 10-question bonus we'll give you for that. So we're going to round you up to 80 responses. Not bad. We have an ongoing internal uh, rivalry of whose Facebook questions can get the most traction. And so uh, I stole this from Don's uh, addition to our grid today and thought, well, that looks good. Mm-hmm. And darn it, it really is. So, Don, this is great. This is a real... Tell Donna about this. We can't forget to tell her okay. about this. I will. Yes. Jen got roller skates. She said, I still have them just because I'm a semi-hoarder of sentimental things. Oh, right. I still have all my strawberry shortcake dolls in Ziplocs. Oh, really? they still smell. Wow. They smell like their original scent from the 80s. Wow. I know. My mom did that. Isn't that sweet? That is really sweet. Yeah. Uh, Deborah says, I didn't open it, but it was a tetherball, and we watched our mom and dad put up the pool the night before. I was a tetherball pro back in fifth grade. Oh, my gosh. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What about you, Steve? You know, um, there was a we got bikes one Christmas, uh-huh. bicycles, and they were hidden under sheets in the dining room. <laughs> you can't wrap a bike, I guess. Yeah. But that was, that was pretty great. I also really distinctly remember this battery-powered, f- fuzzy um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, whose nose oh. glowed, of course. Oh. And he played Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and kind of like moved, would kind of walk. That's kind of creepy. Oh, Don. (laughs) What about you? Did you get some sort of like witch's tonic or something Uh, like that? Tell us about your dark childhood. Okay, so I got uh, a strawberry shortcake um, berry bake shop. So it was like a play set for the dolls. And you could build little strawberry shortcake cakes. Yes. I put a strawberry on. It was all plastic, of course. Sure. And I was a very hungry kid. So I was like, God, that's like a little cake that I can't eat, you know? <laughs> and I could smell the doll and pretend I was eating, you know, but I wasn't. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. What a journey. I know. I had a little Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles um, set, too. 
and I once got like the pizza throwing turtle van that they had. (laughs) That was so awesome. I remember being in my bedroom and just like going up there, kind of like I'm going to go up there and I'm going to play with my toys, like a Friday night sort of a thing. Yeah. What fun, what safety and comfort you felt as a child when you were like, I'm just going to go play with toys in my room. Is there anything that feels much safer than that? Oh, gosh, I miss that. Well, I play video games now, so I kind of get the same feeling. Which does feel really great. It's a cozy cozy feeling. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. uh, uh, Sue got a Cinderella statue and a watch. We're talking about what Christmas gift that you open as a child do you remember the most? Oh, my gosh. Laura says, my Barbie doll, she's 56. I still have her. Uh, hey, Laura, that's cute. you might be able to sell that, by the way. Don't ever sell it. A purple pillow shaped like a foot. My brother got a brown one. This is from Jill. Oh, Jill. <laughs> Was that a thing? Feet-shaped pillows? I don't know. It's um, a learning a laptop. son. <laughs> a learning laptop from the 90s. I had it forever. Thought it was so cool. Okay. What about this? The doll, I've got a secret. She would whisper. Ooh. Hear me, I have a secret. I'm thirsty. I come to life when you go to sleep. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Uh, Jody got a pink portable record player. Oh, this is pretty cool. Christina got a teeny TV and a Nintendo. It's probably about 1987. Oh. My big brother and I woke up super early, hooked it up, laid in bed, taking turns playing and holding the TV. A teeny TV. Oh, that's cute. That is really cute. They took turns good. That's good. You got to share, guys. Did you fight with your brother over toys? We would fight over the Nintendo. Okay. That was the situation of whose turn is it to play Nintendo. And back then, we were much more belligerent. We would, if you didn't play well, it was common to throw your controller. Oh. And then you would throw it down on the ground in front of you, but you would, if you were really irritated... You would try to get it to bump into the Nintendo because those things were so dang fragile that it would just go like the screen would jack up and everything. And that caused big fights. You threw the controller at the thing, Scott. Scott. It was always freaking Scooty. Scooty. Um, Anne says a Siamese kitten in my Christmas stocking. Oh, my word. Oh, my gosh. I guess they had to really not put that in overnight. Unless it was sleeping in there. Especially <laughs> just, over the fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Siamese That's adorable, roasting. though. I bet she will never forget that memory. Never. Because it's not about how much money you're spending. It's, I mean, that sounds so, but it's, honestly. it's Yeah, it's just that. It's a, a real surprise, especially around Christmas. And if, if it involves an animal, that's pretty tough to beat for a Christmas gift that you remember. Have you ever Opening. have you ever peeked at your Christmas presents? No. I did it one year and I What'd you feel? cried oh my after gosh. I did it because I felt so oh, guilty. Fine. I just had it looming over me and then I I was so anxious about having to be able to react. Like oh yeah. In front, like act in front of my parents like I didn't know what was in there. You were living a lie. Oh man. But it Don't trained you. It. For a time such as this, Project Down and Dirty, the classic (laughs) radio drama War of the Worlds, debuts tomorrow night, 7 p.m. You can still get your tickets. We know we can't be with you this year, but you can still watch the world premiere of this. It's really going to come together. A whole lot of fun. $10 gets you tickets. Project uh, Down and Dirty. Go to mytuck1071.com. 
Your keyword is Project Donate, Donate, Donate. We would love it if you donated to us, but any of the charities that we are representing through Project Down and Dirty, they're all fighting COVID-19. Every dollar matters. That's yes. it for the Don and Steve show. We're going to go catch up with Donna Valentine down the hall. Cobra coming in next. Thanks for hanging with us. Bye, everybody. Bye. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.